Hey everyone, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to another episode of Scale Up. Just me today and a very, very important topic in my opinion, and that is how can you speed up the implementation of your ideas in your business to increase performance? And I suppose the context for this is that we've just gone through a transformational time, certainly nothing like I've experienced in my lifetime with the whole lockdown and COVID and you know, pandemic, all that sort of thing, affecting us emotionally, our psychology, obviously financially, economically. We've had a war that continues to, to go on in Europe. We've got inflation hitting pretty much every Western country, if not everywhere in the world right now. Lots of change, lots of disruption. And what can happen when we get like that, when we face high levels of uncertainty, is it can make us go into our shell. It can make us think things or overthink things too much. Okay, And all of that can lead into just the stuff that made us successful in our business or the stuff that's going to continue to make us successful in our business just starting to wane. Okay, So what I want to go through today is I want to talk about how important it is to have pace, to have speed in your business more now than ever. Now, I think right now is the best time to be an entrepreneur. There is so much uncertainty, so much change in the world that we have opportunities to solve bigger problems. We have opportunities to make a bigger impact. And of course, the byproduct of solving bigger problems is we can create freedom and wealth for ourselves. So what I want to get into today in this episode is talking about how you can speed up implementation to increase the performance in your business at a time, as I said, which I think this is absolutely fundamental. Okay, so let's kick off by just challenging some assumptions. What if implementing ideas fast is everything in your business, even more important than coming up with the best ideas? In other words, what happens if fast beats best every time? Okay, now just think about that for a second. I'm not saying that fast is best, you know, versus or at the expense of value or quality. But what happens if you could implement something that's 80% great, right? Not 100% great, 80% great, but you did it in half the time. Would that be more advantageous than trying to make something perfect, which we all know doesn't exist, okay? So just think about what I said there for a second because this episode won't be an incredibly long one, but those points I want you to reflect as we go through the various various areas that I'm going to tackle, okay? So firstly, what are we really talking about here? When we talk about speed of implementation, we are talking about the time span from coming up with an idea or an initiative until you implement it, okay? That is speed of implementation. And how you implement this concept in your business decides how successful you will be. This is certainly what I believe. And the faster that you implement your ideas, the more successful you will be, okay? That's how critical it is. Now, let me just unpack that a little bit. And as I do that, I'm talking about it from the experience that I had working in private equity where we were really, really good at this stuff. And when I worked at Getty Images for a number of years, the way that we operated, the way that we implemented was was a clear advantage to what we created over that time and certainly versus the market and competition. 
But let me give you four areas to evaluate right now in terms of how you're looking at things and also how you're looking at your business, right? So the first thing is focus. A lot of people come to me and say, why, Nick, why do we talk so much about vision you know, or mission? How important, how crucial are those things? They are super important, right? They're important because vision, goals, priorities, they they come from focus, right? The more focused you are on what you're trying to build, trying to create, uh, the steps to get there, the priorities around those steps in terms of what you're going to do first and, and what you're going to do next, the order, all of that comes under focus. And the business owners that have unwavering focus are the ones that I find implement the quickest. Okay, I used to say, and I still believe this, that focus is a superpower. And it certainly seems to be more true right now. Okay, the next the next concept is precision. I talk about precision a lot. Some people say it's my favorite word. And what I mean by that is the quickest, most efficient way from A to B. From where you are now to where you want to go. From having an idea of a product to launching that product. Precise. Okay, precise. Now, <laughs> this is quite funny because some some entrepreneurs' definition of precision is still this kind of squiggly line from A to B, you know, with lots of beautiful things to experience on that on that road, right? In private equity, it's more like a Navy SEAL level of discipline. It's it's A to B, it's there's no fluff, there's no superfluous thinking. Once we make a decision, we take action on it. It's precise. Now, what comes from focus and precision, right? is momentum. And momentum is a real thing. I'll get into this in a second. And I often reflect on some of the concepts that Jim Collins has talked about in his books, Good to Great, and others around the flywheel effect. So if you think about what is a flywheel, a flywheel is something that once it starts to turn and it starts to get momentum, it continues to turn. So the effort to push the flywheel in the beginning can be quite difficult. You know, it might be like a little nudge. But as you start to push it and push it more and push and push and push, eventually it takes on its own momentum and it continues and it continues and that creates predictability and sustainability. So a business that has momentum is is usually operating with high levels of pace and precision. Therefore, it is implementing at a higher speed. A business that loses momentum has to gain that momentum again. Okay, and that can be a challenge. And some businesses, some business owners, Never, ever get that back, okay? And then the last concept, the last concept is agility, okay? The ability to change, to pivot if necessary as required. So again, if you, if you have pace of implementation and you are focused, you're precise, you have momentum and you have agility, you can change directions quickly and that is an advantage, Okay, so as I as I as I said, the, the the reason this this kind of resonates with me so much right now is I was trained to do this in the world of private equity, and we were firmly focused on results and outcomes. So it was about pace, it was about precision, but it was about results and outcomes. And I really want to implore that you guys, as you listen to me, start to think about those things and give yourself a score. Like if you had to give yourself a score out of 10 right now around those areas, focus, precision, momentum, agility, driving results and outcomes, what would your score be? What would your score be for 2022? Would it be a 9 out of 10? Would it be a 10 out of 10? 
Or would it be a three or a four, maybe even a one? Okay, because that, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have to look at things that are difficult to set us free. Right, Tony Robbins talks about this that the truth will set us free, and this is one of those one of those points. I think you know if you're not getting the results or the outcomes that you want, maybe it's one of those areas. So let's talk a little bit about why it matters. Okay, I touched on this a, a second ago, but let's get into it in a bit more detail. First and foremost, pace, speed of implementation is a point of differentiation versus competitors. Okay, you can sometimes be quicker to market and win versus being best, like I said before. Now, when I used to work in the magazine industry, I used to work in the men's uh, magazines. So in the in Australia, in the UK, there was a magazine called FHM, and then there were these lads' weeklies called Nuts and Zoo. And I remember I was working on, on FHM and some of the other sort of um, motorcycle and car magazines and things like that at the time. And I remember when there was this war between the publishing company that I was working for and a competitor about who could kind of go to market first with the first weekly men's magazine. And our magazine was called Zoo. And the other magazine, as I said, was called Nuts. And Nuts got to market first, right? It wasn't, you know, who's got the better product? Well, it, it kind of didn't matter because at that point in time, first into the mind of the ideal consumer won. Okay. And that was all about speed. Okay, so, so as I said, it can be a key point of differentiation versus competitors. It can also be a key advantage of a smaller business with less complexity versus a bigger one. So if you're in an industry where there are some big behemoth businesses that are beating you, the ability to move more quickly with agility is actually an advantage. The other point I want to make here is you may have heard of a concept called the culture of immediacy. And I, I love this as a, as, a, as a concept because I think it's true and a lot of people don't quite understand it. But if you, if, you, if you see it, if you hear it, it's like you can't unsee it, right, or unhear it. And what I'm talking about here with a culture of immediacy is that people expect things yesterday, right? They expect things yesterday. They certainly expect things today. And it wasn't like that so much a decade ago. Now, Amazon has been a big driver of this thinking. Right. If you think about what they have done in terms of delivery, right, and then you've got other things like uh, Deliveroo and I suppose Uber to some extent, the fact that you know you can get things when you want them, in some cases within an hour of making a decision, that's what I mean. Like the expectation of getting something now is much higher than what it used to be. And the interesting thing about this is that's in the consumer world. And a lot of people think, well, hold on, I'm in the B2B or whatever. You know what? What you've got to realize here is that every consumer, right, every person, you know, there's no B2B or B2C. There's only person to person, right? And if you're getting in your, let's call it your outside of work life, a product delivered to your door in 60 minutes that used to take days, but you can get it now. Of course, the expectation in, in work is that you can still get things immediately, Right, so so there's a there's a big shift that's happened culturally around this, and so that's all again about speed and pace. Now, underneath all of that is technology, right? Technology enables us to move more quickly. So, so you have to start to bring, you know, digital into your business to be able to compete. But that competition is also about pace and precision yet again. And as I drew on before, I said momentum as one of my sort of four concepts previously. But momentum, momentum is a real thing, 
It's, it's kind of like a universal law. You've got confidence, belief, faith, certainty. All of those things impact performance. And if you believe something is to be true, right, if you have the confidence that something's going to work because it has been working, you've seen the results, that has a big impact on your future results, right, massively. And you see this probably most on the sporting field. Have you ever watched a basketball game like I like or a soccer, football, whatever you're into, and you can you can feel when the momentum changes. Now, the reason I say basketball is it's such a fast-flowing game. There's offense and defense. The same five players on each team play both both um, sides of the ball, right? But you can feel it when, when a team gets on a hot streak and hits a number of points in a row. It's almost like the energy saps out of everyone else. The other team, you can even hear if you're playing like in a, say you're in a home court and, and the other team gets some momentum, it's like the whole place goes quiet. So, so what I'm saying here is it's really important to have pace to be able to drive results and keep that pace going because once you lose it, as I mentioned previously, it's hard to get it back. Okay, so now that we've talked about what it is, right, and why it matters, let's talk about what stops people operating with pace, operating with speed. And then let's talk about what you can do to speed up and improve your results. So firstly, people love to procrastinate. It's a human thing, right? We also like to think too much and overanalyze. And we also like to probably talk too much versus action. You know, this this idea of we should do this, we could do this, we would do this. Most people are not action takers by nature. It doesn't mean that we can't become more action orientated or we take action, but it's misdirected action. And that can also take us back as well. Now, my thought here is that routines are great. Routines, sorry, are great, but only if the habits underpinning those routines are getting results. Okay, so a lot of people, again, come out to me and ask about daily routines and nightly routines and weekly routines and that. And I say, yeah, you've got to have them, but you've also got to step aside and make sure they're working for you. Okay, because quite often people like to use routine as a form of procrastination and all of this stuff is slowing you down. Okay, the next point is distraction, right? As entrepreneurs, you know, we've heard the concept shiny object syndrome. We like the next big thing. A lot of the clients that I work with, are always off chasing the next thing before they've landed the plane of the thing they've got, right? And it's super, super important to not be distracted, okay? Super, super important. Now, underneath all of this, underneath all of this, ultimately, it is fear. Fear of making a mistake, fear of doing the wrong thing, fear of missing out, fear of upsetting someone, maybe even letting yourself down, Okay, a lot of it is comes back to sort of, you know, living in this world of scarcity and having a mindset around that. And that slows us down. Now, the reason I wanted to record this episode right now is because I think we have so many things that are going on outside that we need to be able to correlate, if you like. We need to be able to to sort of, you know, get outside of that and focus. Okay, and it's often, you know, the reason I say you can only scale a business to the level of your identity is because so much of this is about how you show up. Okay, so that's what's stopping it. It's not always the business, it's not the market. It's the leadership, it's you. And that's something that you have to take ownership of and control. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about today is, as I said, how can you how can you change this? So I'm going to give you a few points here. These are the things that I personally use and have helped me. 
Now, the first thing is be super clear on your end game. What are you really wanting to achieve? Write down your ideas before you implement. Okay, now that may seem a bit strange. You might think, well, if I write everything down, it's going to slow me down, but it's actually the opposite. Once you get everything out of your head, you can then prioritize and you can work out what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And you want to be able to say yes to the things that are going to align with your end game and no to everything else. Okay, you want to be able to document and process everything in your business, even a process on how you can make new processes. Now, that sounds mad, but, you know, quite often if things are getting chaotic or things are slowing down, you just have to go and look at the processes again. Have you made the processes too complex? Are people trying to work it out on the fly? All of those things are going to stop you from being successful. I'll go back to my Navy SEAL analogy for a sec. Now, I had a, a guy who actually was a Navy SEAL come on the show quite recently, and he said on some of their strike missions, they would do two to 300 rehearsals. So they knew that when they actually went out there and had to be successful, there was absolutely no doubt that they were going to be. Okay, so that's the level of precision they operate in. So sometimes you've got to document and you've got to rehearse to be able to have the agility to be able to execute at such a high level. The next point is measurement and data is critical. You can't go out there unless you have a set of metrics that are driving to your end game, driving to your result. Okay, otherwise you just don't know if something's performing or not. And that's going to create uncertainty in your mind. And that's going to, again, slow you down. I think when we talk about business, it's important to have a culture of failing quickly. Sometimes it's called a fail fast culture. This idea that you can try new things if they're not working because we're measuring everything. We have the data. We can stop them. We can change and we can move again. And this idea of not continuing to try and try and try until we get a result because sometimes that might be slowing us down too because we're, we're becoming discouraged and we're losing that critical thing I mentioned before, which is momentum. Okay. Last couple of points. And this is more personal ones. Plan in advance. Plan in advance in your business. I, I talk a lot about a 90-day cadence. Plan your own life. You know, plan your life on a weekly cadence. I plan my week on a Sunday. I time block everything. I review before I go to bed the priorities for the next day. I have a certain number of time blocks that I'm going to be the most productive in, in my day. And I execute to those things. Okay. And the other thing I do is I only have three to five main priorities per day, which are aligned to my goals, my vision, what I'm trying to create. And I also encourage that way of thinking and operating within my team. I teach it. Okay. And that allows me to move quickly because the, the, the design of what I'm trying to create is there. It's there for myself and it's there for everyone else to see. Last point. If you tend to overthink, get an accountability partner, get a coach, get someone that pushes you to move forward. As I said beforehand, it's very, very easy for us to go into scarcity when there's so much ambiguity and uncertainty in the world, right? It's natural for us to feel like that. I feel like that sometimes. I just have the tools and the strategies to lift myself out of it. Plus, I have people around me who can help. But, you know, remember, you're not in this alone, right? You can always go out there and ask for help. And you'll be surprised how many people are prepared to actually offer that back. So quick summary, what are we talking about today? We are talking about how to speed up implementation to increase performance. I've talked about why it's crucial. I've talked about why it matters. I've talked about why we don't do it naturally and right now why it could be an issue for, for you or your business or someone you know. 
And I've given you a few tips, a few strategies of how you can change things if when you give yourself that assessment, you honestly say, yeah, you know what? I'm not operating to the level that I need to right now. So hopefully that's useful. Let me know in the feedback. Send me thoughts, send me comments. If you like this type of content where I'm going deep into a certain thing, if you're finding it valuable, let me know. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.